warm welcome to the J.W. Marriott Grosvenor House podcast. My name's Giles Brandreth, and I've always been fascinated by Victorian London. And 120 years ago, Grosvenor House was the London home of the Duke and Duchess of Westminster, famously the richest people in the land. And they had a fabulous home here on Park Lane. And in the 1920s, Grosvenor House was sold and became Grosvenor House Hotel and Apartments. And I first came for tea here when I was a little boy. My father used to take me to different London hotels. We had sandwiches, we had cakes, we had pots of tea. And my father would point out to me the interesting people who were coming in and going out of the hotel. And the fascinating thing about Grosvenor House is the range of unusual people you can see here. Over the years, I believe I've spotted Frank Sinatra, Barack Obama, and Yehudi Menuhin. Yehudi Menuhin knew who I was because when I was very young and began as a television reporter, I interviewed him. And I knew personally from Yehudi Menuhin the extraordinary story of the encounter he had at Grosvenor House. And the great English composer Edward Elgar had wanted there to be a recording of his violin concerto. It was to celebrate his 75th birthday. And then someone came up with the idea of teaming up this great composer with this boy, this 16-year-old virtuoso Yehudi Menuhin. And the composer and the soloist met for the first time here at Grosvenor House Hotel. I think it was the 12th of July, 1932. And that's the joy of a hotel like this on Park Lane. And every kind of person can come here. I'm very lucky because I'm the president of the Oscar Wilde Society, great Irish poet, playwright, wit, raconteur. So I give an annual party and great people from the world of the arts, politics, the law come and we toast the memory of Oscar Wilde. This year we had it in the Park Suite. It was wonderful to see the Duchess of Cornwall, who is married to Prince Charles, our future queen. She came because her great-great-grandfather was secretly engaged to Constance Lloyd, who eventually married Oscar Wilde. And there was a wonderful scene where Dame Maggie Smith, a great actress, famous, of course, for being in Downton, in conversation with the Duchess of Cornwall. And I thought to myself, well, Grosvenor House is exactly the right place for this because that's what was happening here 120 years ago. It is a place where interesting people meet. And you're probably one of the interesting people who are listening to this. And go and take tea in the park suite and you'll see other interesting people. I use the Grosvenor House Hotel socially for taking tea with friends and having dinner here. But I also come here professionally because it has two remarkable rooms, the great room and the ballroom. And these are ideal rooms if you've got to organize a big event. And if you want to organize a very big event, the room you have to use is the great room. I know a bit about the room because I wrote a biography of Her Majesty the Queen. And I was intrigued to find that Her Majesty the Queen was a regular visitor to Grosvenor House. She lived, when she was a girl, around the corner in Mayfair. She wasn't born in a palace. She was just born in a, a London house because there was no expectation when she was born that she was going to be queen because her uncle was destined to become king, not her father. Anyway, I thought, well, why is the queen going to Grosvenor House Hotel? What, what reason could she be going there as a little girl? And it turns out that under the dance floor of the great room in Grosvenor House 
was a huge ice rink. And Her Majesty the Queen, when she was the young Princess Elizabeth in the early 1930s, would come here with her nanny and her younger sister, Princess Margaret Rose, and they would learn to ice skate. What I love about this hotel is it's as modern as tomorrow, but it still has a lot of time for yesterday. It loves its traditions. In the 1920s and 1930s, all the great London hotels had band leaders, and they had bands, because that's the way people went out and enjoyed themselves. And of course, Grosvenor House was no exception. And it had a marvelous band led by somebody called Sidney Lipton. And he was a British dance band leader, popular in the 30s. And really, he went on right to the 1960s. He was described as leading one of the most polished of the British dance bands. It was smooth music. It was fun music. It was Cole Porter. It was Gershwin. It was that kind of classy stuff. And uh, every night in the ballroom, you could go and dance to Sidney Lipton's band. Beautiful. The Great Room, I host a number of award ceremonies there. I've hosted the British Funeral Directors Awards, a lively event where the two big prizes, one is for the crematorium of the year, the creme de la creme, uh, the other is for the Lifetime Achievement Award. That's for thinking outside the box. Uh, but every kind of award ceremony is held there. Many years ago, I was chairman of the National Playing Fields Association, big charity, and we had a ball here celebrating the 1960s. And figures from the 1960s rocked up. And we did literally have rock bands. We had Ringo Starr on drums. David Frost was our master of the ceremonies because of having been a big TV star in the 1960s. Uh, Michael Caine came. All, all sorts associated with the 1960s came. It was a gala evening. There is no better place to organize an award ceremony or a ball than the great room at Grosvenor House. This is the best because of the quality of the service. It's the people that make the difference. I have sat in that great room and 1,200 people have been served a superb dinner simultaneously. It's an amazing phenomenon. I came here for dinner once with Ringo Starr of the Beatles, and he said I'd been here before. Love, love me do. And he thought it was in about December 1963, which would have been at the beginning of their fame. And it turned out they performed a, a concert. It was in aid of a charity for cerebral palsy, if you see footage of the Beatles during Beatlemania in the 1960s, you see teenage girls sobbing, screaming, running to the front. But on this occasion, there were all these people in rather smart evening dress, black tie, white tie, crowding to the front and going, hooray, you're the Beatles, are you? Oh, what fun. I want to hold your hand. All the classics. She loves you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Twist and shout. And all these people in their black tie and their evening gowns waving their baubles about, they danced to the Beatles here at Grosvenor House. It's living history. I don't know how anybody can ever sleep at Grosvenor House. Well, you can because the beds are so comfortable. But there's so much has happened here. It's not haunted, but I wish it was, because it would only be haunted by happy ghosts. <laughs> <laughs>